racing. Ferdinand Boy broke well. Out deep, old new sweeping home. Mapunga Mustang went straight on by Silver Brute. Mapunga Mustang won brilliantly. Yes, hello and welcome to the Green Light on Premier Racing podcast. It's your same favourite podcast, but we're doing things a little bit differently this time. We're heading to the country. We're going to the ball. How good is the ball? It is Cup Night Wednesday, the 4th of May. So we're venturing away from Metropolitan Racing this one time. And my goodness, what an exciting time of year to be down at Warrnambool. It is... uh, it's an amazing atmosphere as we count down to the Warnable Cup, obviously part of the, the Western Festival of Racing with the, the Thoroughbreds as well in the heart of their racing carnival. It's such an exciting time and this podcast is massive. We're going to catch up with a few of the key players in the Warnable Cup and also the other races as well as the manager, Mr. Craig Carlos Monaghetti. It is all happening at the Bull. I think we've got plenty of winners, so stay tuned for that. Inside Info. Well, just a little bit different as to how we normally do it on the Green Light on Premier Racing podcast. Obviously, on this special edition, the Warnable Country Cup edition, uh, we are looking at a few uh, Inside Info guests. And we're starting off with a trainer who is set to have a pretty big night, it may seem, with a runner in the match race, I speak of Hennessy, a runner in the cup as well, Fearless Rory. Her name's Ashley Terry. She's a gun young trainer. How are you going, Ash? I'm well. How are you? Oh, not going as well as you. You've got a, a big night uh, fast approaching Wednesday night, one of the, the big nights of the year for Country Greyhound Racing with the Warnable Cup. But you've got not just one in the cup, but one in the cup night match race as well. We'll start with him. $10,000 awaits the winner. Zero dollars awaits the runners-up. You've got Hennessy taking on Substantial. How do you see the draw? Firstly, you've drawn the inside, and how do you see the chances overall? Um, oh, I mean, it's always handy to have the inside advantage, I think. He's going to want the fence. Um, realistically, Substantial is going to be a very hard dog to beat because he's um, a very, very strong dog, and I think he's going to suit the format probably better than what we will. Um, I think our only advantage is... Provided we begin, we should lead it and, you know, I'd be pretty confident that we would lead. It just depends on how much of a break we can get on him and if we can hold him out. But, you know, <laughs> it's it's exciting to be in it, but, you know, you go into these races and they're always going to suit um, certain dogs and I think Substantial is probably the perfect match race um, style dog. Yeah, it's interesting though, Ash, because so often we say that the back markers are going to win in a match race, and as it turns out, the leader just holds on. So the leader is expected to be your boy, Hennessy. Yeah, and look, um, going into the series, like he, he trialed the quickest he's ever trialed for us. Um, like he is going as good as he has gone, uh, and he has matured, but um, he just had no luck early last week, and I just had to kind of forget the run and. And we made the call to nominate him and hoped that he was going to get a run in. He was a third-ranked dog, so we just got um, lucky that he did happen to get a start. So, yeah, we'll just see how he goes. Well, he had absolutely no room at all in comparison to Fearless Rory, the the younger star of the kennel, I guess you could say. He had box number eight in his heat, defeating Zachary, and therefore he lines up in the Macy's Bistro Warnable Cup final, Group 2 event. Uh, firstly, you must just be pinching yourself, you and Nath, because you, you're now effectively going into back-to-back country cups in the sense that the, the Horseshoe Country Cups, I speak of Ballarat now, Warnable, and you've got a, another genuine chance, although drawn a bit awkwardly. 
Yeah, realistically, we, we think it's same with the launching pad. He unfortunately doesn't look like he can lead and it doesn't look like he is going to run uh, several of the runners down. So I, his winning chances are very slim, but it is, you know, he has only had, I think, 12 starts now. So anything that he's done is um, exceeded our expectations from such a young dog. Um, we've probably pushed him a little bit harder than what I'm, I normally would. But, yeah, so... Whatever happens, I, I I would have preferred him to be drawn in the pink to give him a little bit of a place chance, but he's in there and it's still exciting. Well, Ash, I'm glad you've sort of put a line through him in a sense. I don't know if you're just doing that to become the underdog, but I, I honestly have found this one of the hardest country cups to try and sort out. I think any of the eight could win after the race. You wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, look, I, I think the pink's very well drawn. He's, I think he's won five um, of his, like, won five from the pink. He's won seven of eight at the track. He's very well drawn. You can't ride out a dog like Ferdinand Boy off the red. You know, he's just brilliant. Um, and then even compliance, like he, he's got the speed to cross. He did it at Ballarat, which I didn't think he could off six, and he did. Uh, and he's drawn six again, which unfortunately might might cut us off a little bit early too. So it's, yeah. Um, look, if, if we could just run a nice race, I'd be... Really happy. So best of the two is Hennessy in the match race. That's the best chance from Team Terry. Oh, yeah. To be honest, we're not going in with much expectation with either, but it's still a thrill to have them both in. So, yeah, I'd say probably Hennessy. I think you're going for the underdog card. Uh, Good luck, Ash. We wish you well. Warnable Cup night. It's going to be a ripper. Thank you. Well, as we venture to Warnable on Wednesday night, there is a, a nice little staying race on race number seven, the Wannan Function Centre Go Distance Racing, zero to four win, restricted win event. Carries good prize money. And a key player in this race is Olivia Cartaccini, who's got forever a dream jumping from box number five. And she's good enough to join us on the podcast. Liv, how are you going? Good, how are you? Yes, I'm going well. Hey, it must be exciting not just to have a runner going around in a race like this, but also to have a runner going around in the race before the Warnable Cup when Warnable is going crazy this time of year. Yes, it's actually pretty special. I was actually quite surprised they put it as um, one of the legs of the quaddy, to be honest. Are you excited about being part of the quaddy on such a big night of racing? Yeah, it's actually exciting because, like, I just thought a zero to four, they'd just put it, like, before race five. But, like, considering the race is only... I'd say average. I was surprised they put it in there, to be honest. Well, I like the fact you've called the race average. That gives me the thought that you're pretty confident that you're a good each-way player in the races. Have I read that right? Um, it's hard to say. I think she should. If she shows up, she'll go very well. But it just depends which Izzy shows up, to be honest. Is her kennel name Izzy, is it? Yeah. Well, hopefully she does show up. She went really well down there a couple of starts ago. 17th of March, I had a look. She was beaten half a length after leading up, and, and then she went to Warrigal and showed early speed. Do you think the key to her chances is getting out in front and controlling the race? Yeah, well, I'm hoping that she does jump. And she's had, um, by the time she races, she's had nearly a month off. But she had a, um, a couple of little injuries, but we fixed them right up. And she's had a couple of trials since, and she's honestly going the best she's been. And, and so with we're that. we're very happy with her. With, with her not racing for a month, is it a matter of using those trials to make sure she's fit enough to run out the 650? Yeah, well, she had, like, a couple of weeks um, to fix her injury, but, like, she had um, a hand slip at Shepparton the other day, which was about a 550, and she ran really good, like, as a last hit out. So 
Hopefully she is prepped in time for um, Wednesday. I'm going to put the pressure on you. She won down there on the 17th of February. She went 37.95. She's then ran second at Warnable three starts ago over this distance. So she clearly likes the play. She's won $22,000 in prize money with just four wins. So she's been a good little earner. Do you think right now, based on that trial at Shepparton, and she's going as well, if not better than ever before? I think at the moment she's going the best she's gone in her lifetime. Out of the three trials she's had back, she's honestly surprised us a lot, to be honest. Well, I tell you what, that's what this is all about, uh, the inside info for the punters out there. And I think every every punter that listens to this podcast is diving for a pen and they're circling race seven, number five, Liv. So we wish you well. Uh, enjoy the night of racing. It's it's an amazing atmosphere, Warnable, on Wednesday night. And good luck with uh, Forever a Dream. We'll be cheering for you in race number seven. Oof. Thank you. Hopefully she can get up, but we need some luck. Well, fingers across for Olivia Cartaccini. Good luck with Forever a Dream going around in the distance race on Cup Night down at Warnable. Well, speaking of Cup Night, it's a great segue back to the Warnable Cup. And box number one this year will be taken by Ferdinand Boy. And we've been lucky enough to get a hold of Rose Gill on the podcast, the owner of Ferdinand Boy. And box one in the Cup, he's just an unbelievable greyhound, this one, isn't he, Rose? Uh, he's... Sure is, James. Yeah, he's, he's uh, just a dream dog to have. Just absolute marvel he is. Have you been able to keep count of how many country cups he's made now? Uh, I, I'm guessing. I think this might be his ninth. It's extraordinary. And, and he's been able to win a handful as well. He, he's now got yeah. box number one in the Warnable Cup. And it's such an even race with so much class that you just feel the experience of Ferdinand Boy might be able to stand him ahead of the rest. Well, that's what we're hoping. Um, yeah, he just needs to jump like he did last time. Um, the first last few starts, he has been missing it a bit and then finding a bit of trouble. So just hoping that he jumps from box one and if he can just keep them out. Um, he'll be a big show. Although he ran fifth in a Ballarat Cup Rose back on the 8th of April, I, I thought it was one of his, his better runs in the sense that he did miss the kick. His acceleration was good. He found trouble. But even to the point of the home corner, you could still see his will to, to try and win. He was pushing around really good dogs and, and he was trying so hard but just getting no luck at all. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's a really good chaser, James, and just tries his heart out all the time. And... You know, we just can't believe, you know, the dog that he is. Um, he just bounces back from every race. I was having a look through his record last week and he's basically been running week in, week mm. out since July last year. And, yeah, and the next day after a race, you go in, you think he's going to be tired, but he's just bouncing around wanting to go again. And he's been racing top grade for so long. He's now had 78 starts, 42 wins, mm-hmm. 15 seconds, five thirds. So he's been in the money top two, 57 of 78, racing the elite company. You must pinch yourself when you look at stats like that. Yeah, like I said, he's just a marvel. He just tries his heart out every race. And, you know, he doesn't draw that well a lot of the time, but, you know, just his speed gets him into the race. And, you know, if he gets a clear run, you know, most of the time he's he's winning or he runs a place. So we're just wrapped to have him. He's just been a beautiful dog. Now, box number one in the cup, are you happy with the draw? I am, yes. Um, just with the, the, the way the other dogs are drawn as well. Uh, I'm just wanting him to jump out fast and he'll he'll just be right there. Has there been a highlight over the, the journey of Ferdinand Boy for you that stood out above the rest? Every com- every country cup win, I think, has been a highlight, yeah. yeah. 
Well, yeah. fingers crossed there might be another one. The final word between Ferdinand Boy, Fernando Mick. We don't need to speak today because you're the boss of the kennel. Uh, you've obviously got the five as well, Fernando Mick. If you had to pick one who could win it, the draw probably favours Ferdinand Boy. Would that be fair to say? It does favour Ferdinand Boy. But having said that, Fernando Mick's a very fast dog and if he gets a clear run, he'll be in the finish as well. One thing I've noticed too as I let you go, Fernando Mick, he likes to push off on the home corner. So if there's any trouble... Yep and they pack up near the rail, you can see the the big boy Fernando Mick powering down the outside, a little bit like he did last week in the heat. He hooked over heels turning for home, and that finish is just so strong. Yeah, he's very strong. Um, I probably wouldn't want him to be a length or two behind Ferdinand Boy. Um, so, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. But I think, I think Ferdinand Boy might be able to win it, I hope. Well, it's a pretty good push from you, Rose. We wish you well. And between you and I, I haven't done my tips on the podcast yet, but I've got them in front of me, and I am tipping Ferdinand Boy to win this cup. So good luck to you. I hope he can ping and run from the inside and prove very, very hard to beat, as he so often has. Oh, great. Thanks very much, James. Now, as we count down to Greyhound Racing and the Warnable Cup on Wednesday night, a man who's got a, a very, very special job ahead of him is the Warnable Greyhound Racing Club manager, Mr. Craig Monaghetti. I often call him Carl. Carlos, how are you, mate? I'm good, James. Yourself? Oh, I'm going well. Hey, it's a big build-up to this uh, this Wednesday, first Wednesday in May. It is every year. Uh, it's a punter's paradise, isn't it, down at Warnable this time of year? That's what this week in Warrnambool is all about. Between us and the thoroughbreds down the road, that's punting, punting, maybe the odd drink with a mate and a bit more punting, I think. I was going to say, Corey Smith, who's heading down as a, as a punter this year, I heard him on radio this week and, and he said it's it's almost like adult schoolies where you get to have a few beers, have a bet and just enjoy yourself. That would be the best way to describe this week, wouldn't it? Yeah, maybe toolies rather than schoolies. <laughs> I think the over-40-year-old variety is generally the go, but that's certainly um, more and more what this week is in Warrnambool. And, mate, it is, it is all about having a punt and enjoying yourself. And, and this this program of racing at Warrnambool this week is is absolutely extraordinary. We we go through the, the meeting, the Stan Lake, obviously, the, the Members' Cup final. You've then got the, the match race as well, the Warrnambool Cup. It, it's just such a deep program that... If you're a racing lover, even if you're not a racing lover, you're going to go there and see the best of the best going head-to-head in almost every race. It's such a good support card. Yeah, that's right. Look, we're, we're lucky. We, a lot of trainers save this week on their calendar each week to head down our way, so it's never a problem getting 12 races here on Cup Night. And uh, they're always quality fields as well, so... Well, right through, especially the quaddy legs are all really strong and the match race looks good as well. And, mate, I spoke to you just a moment ago and you were telling me about uh, the chance to win almost $2,000 in cash just from being on track. How, how do the punters do that? Yeah, so what it is, James, just by entering, um, doing a QR code, which we all know how they work these days, but it's not to sign in to say you're at the track. It's actually to enter, enter the chance to win... Well, one of eight $250 vouchers with the TAB here that gets put straight onto one of the runners into the cup. And who knows, if you're lucky enough, you might pull out one of the outsiders and it wins and you might end up with a hefty check. I was going to say, mate, I said $2,000, but effectively, if you have $250 on a $20 shot and it wins, you're going to walk away with 5K. Is that right? That, that's exactly right, James. My goodness me. Well, that's uh, I'm definitely QR coding on the way in, no doubt about that. Uh, and as well, mate, the Punters Club, they'll be there. I think the Watchdog himself is actually coming down to run the Punters Club this year. Yeah, no, the Watchdog is down. Might be revealed who the Watchdog is. Maybe 
we can have an on-site revealing <laughs> of the watchdog himself. I think um, so, mate. Yeah, no, he's, he's down, so who better to run the punters club besides, well, obviously yourself, James, that's did it for many years. But, yeah, the watchdog will be here. So that uh, gives the punters club definitely a chance to uh, make a few dollars there. And it's always, well, it creates a bit of vibe and atmosphere, how the punters club goes. It's always a great following here with the punters club on cup night. Well, speaking of vibe and atmosphere, mate, that'd be the best way to describe the whole week in Warrnambool, obviously. Uh, massive week with the Thoroughbreds as well with the Greyhounds on Wednesday night. We wish you well with everything, mate, and uh, we'll catch up with you on Wednesday night. Thanks, James. Should be a great night. Hunters, hunting club. Well, my favourite segment from the Greenlight on Premier Racing podcast, where we focus on the two main Metro meetings, is heading out to the country uh, this isn't just a punters club, but it's also a preview. But I am going to give you my punters club straight off the top. Uh, my punters punting club, that is. And it's uh, race number three, Desmonde. Very, very keen. I'll have my $50 the win. Always gamble responsibly, but Desmonde is the one for me for the punters punting club. Well, let's get into the preview. Warnable Cup night of racing. Terrific program. We kick off with the first at 6.15. Race one to kick off, the maiden over the 450. I'm keen on the seven here, Orson Lee. Last start from box five, just no luck at, at really any point of the race, and therefore small field. I, I just think he's got the measure of those who are in that shot of red race last start. I speak of the five and also the four. So with clear running, We'll go with number seven. Might be worth keeping an eye on the market, though, with number eight, a first starter, Amy Drew, for Ray Border, who's nicely bred. Race two, I've gone with one, four, three, and five here. Brad Mayo on top number one has won two on the bounce. No reason why he can't make it three on the bounce, although he's only had five starts and he finds himself in a mix four and five. So that's the challenge. One, four, three, five. Keep a close eye on the seven as well, Lectra Rhino. Race number three, this is my best bet of the night. I'm tipping uh, number seven, one out, Desmonde. Uh, no luck at Bendigo last time. The run two starts ago here at Warnable was good. He was kept wide, kept on running on. So I think he's ready to fire in this race, the uh, Warnable Greyhound Racing Club Members' Cup Constellation Final. So number seven, my best bet of the night. Race three going with seven. Over then to race four, the Cup Night Match Race. We heard from Ashley Terry. I think she was playing the uh, the cool card, and I think Hennessy's going to be too good. It's going to be a terrific match race. Hennessy the inside, substantial the outside. I struggle to tip these ones right, but I'm going to go with number one, Hennessy, with the advantage of the inside and the expectation of leading. Race five. Now, the quarty legs, I'll give you a top four. I'm going race five, seven, two, three, five here. Tipping Canley Winnie to win the Members' Cup final. Terrific speed shown last time and the start prior. Uh, jumping well, that's the key. I think he'll come across and lead and prove too good. Race six, the Stan Lake Memorial. I've gone with four, one, seven, eight. When they get as close as Mobile Legend did in a heat of the cup, they normally go well in this race. So based on that, I'll go Mobile Legend to win race six. Race number seven. Now, we heard from Liv Cartaccini. She gave a really big push for number five. So I'm definitely going to put her into my selections. Three, four, five, and two. Going with Aston Pablo. He just looks a, a nice rising stayer on the up. George's fancy for second. Forever a dream. Well, hearing what Liv had to say, this dog's going the best she ever has. So I think she's definitely a, a top four chance. And number two, Baruga Gal to round out my top four. So three, four, five, two on the Wannan Function Centre Go Distance Racing event. Now, the big one, 
the Macy's Bistro Warnable Cup, $47,000 to the winner. It is a Group 2 event, such a deep race. Ferdinand Boy in one, Astro Boy two, Jerwood Bale three, Fearless Rory four, five Fernando Mix, six Compliance, seven Old News, number eight Mapunga Mustang, the Reserves Nikolai Bale and Mobile Legend. I've gone one, six, seven, eight here. I just think the old boy... I just think the old boy from the inside can use his class, use his experience uh, to put himself into a position where he can land the Warnable Cup final. So one to win. Rose Gill was fairly confident. I'm going to jump on as well with Ferdinand Boy. For second, I've gone six compliance. I think he's a, a huge contender in the race. He'll make his own luck as he did at Ballarat. And if he can begin like that, he's a player. Seven old news. A bit of a smoky in this one. He can get back. He can run wide and hit the line. And number eight, Mapunga Mustang to round out my top four. He's had eight starts here. Seven wins track and distance and a second placing. So he knows... Every grain of sand at Warnable, therefore, he will run well. Race number nine, then. I'm going six on top here. So do Prince. It's a deep race. Race number 10, tipping number eight, bang, although I'm concerned number one, Zebra's legacy is going to be hard to beat. And rounding out the night, race 11, I'm going with number three, Panama Canal, and the last race 12. I like the one and the two, but I've lent to Zella Bale from the inside. Well, that wraps up the preview and also the podcast for the Warnable Cup Night meeting this Wednesday. Don't forget the live stream on the GRV socials as well as the Watchdog app. Stay tuned. There's going to be so much happening in the lead-up to the Warnable Cup. Good luck and happy punning. We'll see you at Warnable on Wednesday.